I don't intend this book to be a childcare manual. I doubt I should even have the brains to qualify as a Norland nanny today, and I haven't a clue what childcare trends are in vogue. But I do know this. If your heart sings with love for little children, you can't go far wrong. Where does this all-consuming love come from in my case? A question I have asked myself on many an occasion. I think it stems from the moment I met my baby brother, when I was nine years old. The sense of excitement was tangible in the air at Hallcroft House, in Lower Farm Road, Effingham, Surrey. Every corridor, nook, cranny and crevice in the vast house hummed with quiet anticipation. Our cleaner, Winnie, an ageless, round woman who sang as she worked, had come up from the village and polished and scrubbed the house until every surface sparkled like a new penny. Winnie was flushed red from her efforts. "'Got to get everything just right for the new arrival,' she'd said, winking, when she'd spotted me watching her. Winnie had done us proud. The oak floors gleamed like freshly churned butter. Every room smelt of lavender polish and carbolic soap. The leather thong handles on the doors glistened with beeswax, and pretty pink roses had been picked from the garden and dotted round the house in glass vases. King George V himself, who was on the throne at the time, wouldn't have got such a rapturous reception had he showed up at Hallcroft that sunny spring morning. Little wonder the birth of my baby brother or sister was more exciting than every birthday and Christmas rolled into one. My poor mother. From the moment she first told me she was expecting, I had pestered her on a daily basis. Is the baby coming today? Where is she? She's taking so long. I said she because I was certain the baby would be a girl. A real-life doll for me to dress up in pretty dresses and push around in my pram alongside my favourite actual doll, Constance. And now the great moment was here. I had been sent off to stay with my Aunt Jessie, my elder sister Kathleen, and my younger brothers Michael, Basil and Christopher had been packed off to various other relatives, but now, finally, the call had come to say the baby had arrived and my mother Doris was at last ready for our return home. My father Arnold was duly dispatched to collect us all and bring us home. As was customary in 1930, my mother was expected to give birth at home. That was quite the norm in those days. The poorest of the poor, right up to aristocracy and royalty, made their entry into the world in the surrounds of their own home, attended by a local maternity nurse. If that sounds backwards to you, I should put it in context. The Midwives Act had only been passed in 1902, after a group of pioneering and inspiring women fought to have midwifery and antenatal care recognised as a profession. Prior to that, any woman, or for that matter man, could deliver a baby. Usually babies were delivered by a woman from the local community, called the Handy Woman. Some were good at their job, others less so. Some were apparently prostitutes, who were reputedly paid in gin. Fortunately, the act became law. The Royal College of Midwives was born, birthing standards soared, and infant deaths dropped. 
When you consider that in the year I was born, 1921, there were 700 deaths per 100,000 births, and that I came unannounced, it is exceedingly lucky I am writing this book at all. There was no time for pain relief for her, not that it would have helped that much in any case. The only respites from the agony of childbirth were chloroform and forceps to speed things up if the baby got stuck. Goodness only knows what pain my mother suffered giving birth. Not that she would have discussed it with us or anyone else. What went on in her bedroom remained strictly between herself and the maternity nurse, with father banished downstairs to avoid the gruesome reality, and us children packed off to stay with a relative. Back in those days, women were confined to bed for at least ten days after giving birth. This was known as the lying-in period. I still find it hard to believe that some women are now discharged.